You're listening to the Cyberwire Network, powered by N2K. Discover how AI is changing the face of cyber threats and is revolutionizing the way we safeguard our digital landscape. Engage with industry leaders, experts, and visionaries as we explore the transformative potential of AI-driven security solutions. Join our live stream on May 7th, 2024 from 2.30 to 4 p.m. Pacific time as we dive into cutting-edge technologies and unveil the latest advancements in artificial intelligence and cybersecurity. Don't miss your chance to be a part of this groundbreaking event on the future of cybersecurity. Register today at events.paloaltonetworks.com. Yeah, I think the biggest concern when it comes to ChatGPT, the LLM, everybody having access to this technology almost suddenly is where is it going to impact and benefit the attacker the most? Welcome to Threat Factor, a segment where Unit 42 shares unique threat intelligence insights, new threat actor TPTs, and real-world case studies. Unit 42 is a global team of threat intelligence experts, incident responders, and proactive security consultants dedicated to safeguarding our digital world. In today's episode, I'm going to talk with Mike Siko-Sikorsky. Siko is a best-selling author and expert in reverse engineering and the CTO and Vice President of Engineering and Threat Intelligence for Unit42. Siko, you got that name in college when there were, what, nearly a dozen mics on your track team? <laughs> yeah, that's right. I, there was a lot of us, and we needed ways to, to differentiate. Luckily, I, I had a pretty cool name because my last name is Sikorsky, and Siko is kind of natural. And then I kind of just ran with it into the, I guess that's a little bit of a pun, <laughs> ran with it that's into uh, into the hacking culture, right? And having a nickname like Sicko is uh, is definitely a good one to, for, to build your street cred. Well, it, it definitely works. And it caught my attention when we first met. Um, before the show, I asked you what was uh, top of mind or what should be top of mind for our audience right now. And you immediately jumped right to AI. And there are stories about AI everywhere right now, no matter where I look. What should our audience think and care about right now when it comes to AI? Yeah, I think the biggest concern when it comes to ChatGPT, the LLM, everybody having access to this technology almost suddenly is where is it going to impact and benefit the attacker the most? And that's with social engineering. We've all seen this technology used for, hey, write a song in the style of this artist. And, you know, with with the, with the lyrics to my friend or family member, and it comes out perfectly sounding like them. You can imagine now the attacker has the ability to do that same thing, but say, hey, write an email and sound like this person. And if you think about it, we respond to upwards of a thousand incident response engagements a year in, in Unit 42. And the number one way that the attacker gets in is still through phishing. And now we've just lowered the bar for them to be able to craft better phishing attacks. So the days of them being caught due to broken English or unable to communicate properly to someone is gone. So they won't be getting caught as much, which means phishing attacks is probably going to go up. 
So Mike, you talked about lowering the bar from social engineering. Let's flip it around. A lot of people are using ChatGPT or different AI tools. And I'm wondering, does that create a security vulnerability for enterprises today? Yeah, I think I think companies need to be hyper aware of how their users and employees are using this technology. Do they understand that whatever they type in that product, it's not a private conversation and there's a huge risk to data leakage, right? If you're having it rewrite sensitive emails for you so you sound more clearly yes yes the lm is going to do a great job of rephrasing but if you have information in there it can create huge risk to an entity and so corporations need to quickly roll out policies surrounding this technology so in about a month uh, black hat's going to happen and i'm wondering what would you tell our listeners to look for when they're at black hat I think it's one of those things where I think pretty much every vendor is probably going to say the term AI when you're out there. So you're you're going to be getting a hit with a lot of that, a lot of talk of that. Uh, I think it's about realizing what are science projects that these some of these businesses have rolled out, technologies being rolled out that uh, that don't really provide a ton of benefit. Instead, I would look to say who's been on the AI journey for a long time and actually have other things outside of the LLM more recent wave. Uh, to show for, right? Uh, for example, here at Palo Alto, we've been on a journey of AI for a really long time. Early days of malware detection, uh, malware family identification using AI, and then more recently is how do you automate the SOC, right? You're getting flooded with tremendous amounts of alerts, and we've been investing for a long period of time of how to use AI to go from a whole pile of alerts just to a set of incidents that you could actually make it through. So I think it's about trying to maybe peel things back a little bit and figure out, you know, which one, which technologies are maybe implemented and, and you know, just using an LM really quickly uh, and to get something out for Black Hat versus, um, you know, which ones have actually, you know, are gonna have an impact in your, in your life um, in a larger scale. So, Mike, thanks for joining me today on Threat Vector and sharing your insights about how AI is changing cybersecurity. We will be back in two weeks with a look at the top threats and trends seen by the Unit 42 Threat Intelligence Team. In the meantime, stay secure, stay vigilant, and goodbye for now.